0: I'm Stu Whiffin, and I'm Adam Richardson. And not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast, the podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. It doesn't get more meta than that, right? Hello and welcome to the 51st episode of the Pod Bible podcast. My name is Adam Richardson. I am one of the founders of Pod Bible, editors of Pod Bible Magazine, and your host for today's episode. Uh, last week, before we get on to all the good stuff we've got coming up this week, last week was a bit of a celebration, really. It was episode 50. And so, what we did was have uh, all of the Pod Bible founders together. On one episode, uh, obviously we take it in turns to host, sometimes we'll have a couple of us on, but this time we thought let's get all three of us and let's talk about our podcasts or the podcasts that we enjoy listening. So Scroobius Pip, he was the the main guest, uh, so to speak. He talked about distraction pieces and uh, that, that was obviously a lot of fun to be able to talk about that pod that is just doing brilliantly and continues to grow and uh, yeah, it's ins- inspirational. I think that's how Pip would probably put it um we then had Stu whiffin of course um another one of the editors of the magazine and uh, a regular host of this podcast he um talked about podcasts that he loves he he appears on a lot of podcasts Stu whiffin um but his main sort of solo pod is off the beaten track he also is a co-host of hardcore listing um so yeah go and check those out if you haven't already and then finally probably my favorite guest maybe of every single episode was me uh, um i uh, have another podcast hardest part of the ring which is a wrestling podcast which um you hear a little bit about um but i was primarily there to talk about a show that i love to listen to and wanted to recommend which was cool because obviously every single week i'm listening to lots of different people and discussing uh the shows that that they can't get enough of so it was, it was cool to have a chat about that so go and have a listen episode 50 came out last week and was a lovely little celebration. Uh, we have returned though to normal service this week because it isn't all about us. It is all about our other guests and we've got some wonderful ones coming up. But before we get to that, I should probably say that the new Pod Bible magazine is out now. It launched yesterday. It's issue 10. We've made it to double figures. Um, We uh, distributed 45,000 magazines across the country with the Sunday Times, so hopefully you managed to get one of those as a little supplement. Uh, We've recently moved up from 40,000 to 45,000, so we can just spread our wings a little bit further and uh, hopefully mean that more of you can find a copy. If you didn't, then the uh, magazine is available on the website, podbiblemag.com. You can give it a read, you can download it, or you can order a physical copy to your door and we'll be more than happy to post it out. Um, I should also say, if you would go onto the Pod Bible website, um, podbiblemag.com, and sign up to our newsletter, then you actually get the magazine a day early. So all of our current subscribers got the magazine on Saturday. And had twenty four hours to lord it over their mates who uh, who aren't signed up. And uh, yeah, I mean, can you imagine how good that must feel to get a magazine twenty four hours early? Blimey! Anyway, let's uh, move on. But yeah, issue ten. Go and give it a read. I haven't said who's on the cover. That is ridiculous. It's the receipts. Uh, a trio of podcasters who we uh, as you heard on their episode on here a little while ago we've been trying to do stuff with for a little while and it was just great that they were up for appearing on the magazine it's one of my favorite covers uh dan evans uh, the illustrator who does all the covers has done a wonderful job of drawing uh, the three hosts of the receipt so have a look at the magazine give it a read we've got a feature with jamie lang um, a little interview with him. Of course, he he is one half of Private Parts, very successful podcast. We've got a feature on Charlie Brooker looking at episodes that he's featured on that we have enjoyed. What else? We've also got a new section. It's a behind the scenes section where we look at the making of uh, a daily news podcast, The Smart Seven, uh, which is obviously fascinating because they're making podcasts every day and there's a lot of work involved there. So I highly recommend the new issue of pod bible magazine podbiblemag.com if you want to have a look at that i've nearly been talking for five minutes and we haven't had a guest and so i imagine that you guys are chomping at the bit so let's go to our first guest it's hannah and saruti from red-handed we are here with Hannah and Saruti from Red Handed and I say we are here with but this is another podcast recorded in lockdown which means I am online with the two hosts of Red Handed. Yeah well we are here to talk about your wonderful podcast Red Handed Um, and to start things off it'd be great to just find out how it came about maybe you know how you guys know each other and where the idea came from and how you got started. Saruti do you want to start us off on that?
1: So the podcast's been running now for we realized this morning it's been running for almost three years. So we actually just recorded our hundred and fiftieth episode today. Wow. So yeah, it's it's been going a while. It doesn't feel like it. Slash it also feels like I've never done anything else. But um, yeah, we Hannah and I didn't actually know each other before we started the podcast. So we met about three and a half years ago um, at a Thanksgiving party that Hannah was having at her house um, because she lived with an American flatmate. He had his entire family, basically, extended family, staying with them in a... Uh, in a, you know, pretty normal sized flat in Poplar. And uh, they threw a party.
2: Normal Uh, size is uh, (laughs) being nice about
1: it. I mean, yeah. And uh, my friend at the time told me he was living in that flat. But I found out later that he was sleeping on the sofa in their flat. But he invited me to this Thanksgiving party. And I had just come back from traveling. I was really keen to sort of reconnect into real life. So I went Hannah and I had quite a few glasses of wine and started talking about murder, basically. And we quite quickly realized that not only were we both very much into true crime, but we were both listening to podcasts and also very specifically the same podcast, which I don't know about you, Adam, but like three and a half years ago in the UK, Mm -hmm. I certainly wasn't regularly running into people who were listening to podcasts um, the way that I was. And so it was just like a real, like, eureka moment. And we both just sort of really connected over that. And then a couple of weeks later, we had a friend date, I guess. And then we just decided we should do this. We got quite drunk and we were like, we should start a murder podcast together. And then we actually did it, which was unbelievable. And we're still here.
0: That's crazy. Okay. So (laughs) uh, Hannah, Hannah, did did you have any background in in producing audio? Was it literally starting from scratch?
2: absolutely not a sausage we're completely <laughs> self-trained and I cannot tell you how many tears have been shared over sound quality and editing and like yeah. the edits the edits still take us hours but I feel really passionately about it because we've worked so hard for the sound quality that we now have um mm. that letting it slip even a little bit just seems like not an option I'm super dyslexic so I've always really hated reading but audiobooks were like just the soundtrack to my childhood essentially so I've always really enjoyed stories and I think that's what attracted I, I remember the first podcast I when I discovered podcasting I told my sister about it and I was like oh my god do you know about Serial?" and she was like yes everyone knows about Serial, Hannah you're like two years old <laughs> um but then I felt so strongly that podcasting was for me because it was stories and it was free.
0: Amazing. Yeah. So I take it from the conversations you were having at the party and then at your friend date a little later, <laughs> um, you knew that true crime was going to be the subject matter. But how how did you decide upon the format? And maybe actually for people who've never heard the podcast, what what is the format?
2: Red Handed is a, a true crime podcast in a conversational... What we, what we like to say that we do is... Um, There are two types of true crime podcasts, broadly speaking. There's a sort of conversational, more comedy ones. um, And on the other hand, you've got ones that are very heavily researched and very um, stoically told, usually by just one person. Sometimes they're anonymous. Most of the time they are, actually we like to think that we sort of bridge that gap. We do extensive research and we spend a lot of time writing our scripts. We don't just sort of read over a case really quickly and then just splurge talk about it for 45 minutes. Everything is quite careful and considered. But on the flip side of that, um, we do do it in a conversational manner. And we're just quite lucky that we get on quite well. So the joke's sort of like wiggle their way in without it necessarily being planned as a as a comedy podcast
1: I think that's how I would describe it I think if we were going to put it like sum it up I guess the way we always want our listeners to feel is as if they're at the pub with a friend of theirs who just happens to for some reason know a true crime case in vast amounts of detail but they're telling them as if they're their friend. And there's lots of tangents, there's lots of stories, there's lots of analysis. We do it all, but you will still walk away from the episode knowing that case inside out, hopefully.
0: Fantastic. Just doing some quick maths here. You said you've been going for about three Mm -hmm. years and you've got to about 150 episodes. So that means you are producing weekly episodes? Yeah, correct. Yeah, that's clever of me. Uh, And and also, you know, you've just mentioned you do a lot of research. How have you both found that, you know, researching the kind of cases that you're talking about on a weekly basis for three years straight. Are you, are you going slightly mad or are you? you (laughs) (laughs) I think,
1: well, to come back to your earlier question about like how much experience we had in any of this before we started. Also, Mm. absolutely. Hannah and I, we didn't have any experience in the audio editing world and podcasting and nor did we have any experience in the world of like journalism or anything like that. This is completely new to us in terms of what we were doing. So, in terms of are we going crazy with the research? No, I actually think the the fundamental backbone of Red-Handed has always been content is king and it has to be thoroughly researched. We we hang our tangents and our personalities over the story and it comes, everything else comes after thorough, thorough, in-depth research. And actually what drew us to true crime was the fact that you need to tell the story correctly. You need to get the dates right. You need to get the legalities of everything you're talking about absolutely right. And Hannah and I are in equal parts passionate and scared of getting about getting things right and of getting things wrong. Our audience is incredibly sophisticated. They really, really know true crime. And if you get something wrong, they're going to tell you. So the, the research is not just a passion, but an absolute necessity. So no, I think we are both really, really motivated by it. And the way in which we do it, you know, we would never pretend to be an investigative podcast. That's not mm-hmm. what we are. We're a storytelling podcast. So what we do is we pick a case and we We generally only really try to pick cases that we feel that we've got something new or additional to say about it or to add to what's already out there. Then we will go and read everything, any books, um, any articles, uh, watch any documentaries, whatever it may be, uh, consume as much of it as possible, and then fall down the various sort of rabbit holes of side tangents that it will lead you on. And then we write our script. It's intense. Um, We have a lot of challenges but I think we've got it down to a a fine art if I do say so myself by now after 150 episodes.
2: And also after doing it in our spare time for so long because we're we're very lucky to be pro-podders now uh, but Mm -hmm. we weren't for a really long time (laughs) so it was evenings, weekends, getting up at five o'clock in the morning on a Sunday to get it done Uh, and when we first started we sort of perhaps rather naively decided that we were just going to do it every week. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't think we would have grown as quickly as we did had we not done that. But I think if we knew how much work it was going to be, we probably wouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, It's much easier research-wise now that uh, it's our job.
0: That's uh, phenomenal, really. I, I know that you guys have won or you've been nominated for big awards in the past and uh, you, you've been doing really well. So it's clearly a, a big success. It's quite inspiring.
1: <laughs> that's what we like to think i mean we like to sort of uh, we like we love doing interviews like this basically because we think podcasting at least to us is very much that anyone can do it because the barriers to entry to it are so low. You just need a laptop, you just need a microphone and just need something to say, and you can start doing a podcast. And I think that's why we love doing interviews like this, because we want people to see that with no experience, as long as you are dedicated to it, you put the work in and you carve out a niche for yourself, anybody can get to the position we're in now, which is Thankfully, down to a lot of luck and hard work, as Hannah said, we're pro podcasters and you know doing doing really well. So, yeah, any anybody who wants any kind of advice on that, just do it. I guess would be my advice.
0: Just do it. That's a that's a catchy tagline. <laughs> just come on, yourself. <laughs> uh, so, Hannah, where would be a good place to start? Do you think would it be a case of going back to the beginning or dipping into a case they like the sound of?
2: So we do a different case every week. So you don't need to start at the beginning. I tend to advise people not to start at the beginning because it really took us about 40 episodes to get on top of the sound. But in a way, some people really like that because our, our first ever episode isn't really a full episode. Uh, we yeah. were recording at the house that I used to live in in Poplar um, when we first met. And we I, can't, I think it was one of the first or second times we'd ever recorded. And we were trying to make... <laughs> recording the smallest space possible to get rid of the the room noise that was causing us um, a lot of trouble. But we later realised that it was actually just the the fact that our mic cost £30 and was a piece of shit. But
1: right. um, yeah. we
2: decided that we were going to go in the cupboard under my stairs and record in there on the hottest day of the year. Perfect. Perfect. As Saruti closed the door, she said, wouldn't it be really funny if this door didn't open from the inside? And as she said that, it was this click. And we realized we were stuck in there. One of my housemates was on a mega bus back down from Glasgow. So he was no use. And the other one was on the other side of London at his girlfriend's house. And we didn't have our phones with us. We literally just had my laptop. So I had to get on like Facebook Messenger and go to like, anyone who I could think of who would have my housemate's number and be like you have to tell Nathan to get back here now and we were in there for about two and a half hours if not it was a long time you couldn't make it up no but so I think you can really if you listen to that one and listen to where we are now there's definitely a a story and a progression and um (laughs) growth and I think people quite like that narrative of like hearing how much that we've improved. But if that doesn't sound like something uh, you've got the a time investment for, I'd honestly just go through and pick a title that you think looks interesting.
0: Um, so plans moving forward, obviously your uh, pros at recording remotely with each other. So, you know, with lockdown and everything that's going on, you, you can keep the podcast going. But any other longer term plans or just, just to keep it up?
2: Keep going until it doesn't work anymore, I think. Like being married.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess.
2: Yeah. And I guess it's just like staying ahead of
1: it because what works now is working. And our thing is always about trying to be ahead of the curve. We never, ever, despite, thankfully, all of the massive wins we've had this year and last year, the huge successes, which we're so like eternally grateful for with our listeners and sort of just helping us grow and wanting us to grow and do better and better. Uh, we just always want to see what the next thing is. What can we innovate? What can we do next to really stay ahead of the curve um, in British podcasting? So that's the plan, just that.
0: (laughs) Sounds like a good plan to me. Well, thank you both very much for joining us.
1: (laughs) Thank you for having us.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Hannah and Saruti, for that. Lovely to hear all about that show. And again, just so cool to speak to somebody who, um, you know, they started their podcast from scratch Absolutely no backing, no celebrity status or anything like that. And they've grown it into a cult thing that is now doing really well. So that's always great to hear about. Uh, Let's have a quick break now and then we will be back with recommendations. First up this week for a recommendation, we've spoken about the receipts being on the cover of issue 10. Uh, This recommendation is from Tolly T, who is one third of the receipts. And she's going to talk about one of her favourite shows. Okay, I am joined today by the receipts. Hello. 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 And specifically, I want to talk to you, Tolly, because uh, I would love you to recommend a podcast or podcasts that you particularly like to listen to.
3: Yeah, sure. Okay, so I've just like binged one. It's called Dying for Six. And it okay. might be, <laughs> it might be the best thing I've ever listened to ever. And that's saying something, because I think the receipts is great. Um <laughs> so, but it is honestly so brilliant. So it's like based around a lady called Molly who is um diagnosed with like stage five breast cancer. So she's going to die, basically. And in realizing that her death was like basically in front of her, her face, she decides that like, she's gonna be bold and is gonna live life differently. So she like leaves an un- unhappy marriage that she's been in. And just decides that she's gonna go on this kind of wild, sex-filled adventure. So she like joins dating websites that she meets guys randomly. She does one of her things was like she met a guy who wanted to be like urinated on. And she was like, Yeah, sure, okay. Like (laughs) (laughs) because like death was so near her, everything Mm -hmm. else kind of seemed really unimportant so the podcast is with her and she talks with her best friend who obviously is not only going through it with her on the podcast but it's also going through it with her on their everyday life um yeah. the last episode is heartbreaking it's honestly the hardest thing i've ever listened to but also do you, know sometimes when you listen to hard things you're like no you don't you have the privilege to not go through this horrible thing so the yeah. least you can yes. do is listen
0: yeah, 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 totally. yeah.
3: Does that make sense? Yeah, so it, it was does. Like, I was listening to it, and you're listening to like a best friend who's basically talking to her other best friend who's like dying. There's two episodes where they kind of get men that she's met with to have like random escapades with, and they get them done the podcast as well. Mm. Right. And hardly any. I don't think any of them knew about her sickness.
0: Okay. So
3: it's just like you can and you hear her deteriorate due, as the episodes oh, go so down deep. as well. Yeah, it's it's really deep, but then it's it has this equal parts really deep, and then it's like. This is hilarious, but should I be laughing at this? And that's my kink, like quite <laughs> dark. Ooh. Yeah. You just said this it makes me want to cry, and then now you've just kind of like balanced it up by making me want to laugh. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's just what happens in life, isn't it? Yeah. Sometimes when you're dealing with those awful things that you just find yourself laughing in the middle of it because there's no other option. Really. Absolutely. Yeah. Anytime I've ever alarmist. done
3: a really good cry, I'll like, go look in the mirror and like the sight of me makes me <laughs> laugh. <and> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, a right so pathetic. <laughs>
0: yeah. And then that adds the wow. humour to it. <laughs> <laughs> well this is intriguing so uh, uh, can you remember how you discovered it was it recommended to you it was to recommended
3: you? to me actually yeah um, I speak very freely about sex but it can be quite prudish someone was like listen to this like just you know spice up mm. your world a little bit spice up your <laughs> yeah spice up your life so it was kind of like sent to me a recommendation of like I think this will change your views about a, a lot of things and the relationship of the body and sex and that's not always like sex is not always this crude thing that we think about it's, it's yeah. a lot more to it yeah yeah Mm -hmm.
0: cool okay and and I take it as you said there is an end so it's sort of a set number of episodes it's not one where you're gonna be tuning in every week
3: no it's it's not just because by virtue of her dying um mm. sorry sorry
0: that's, why did i say it like that <laughs> <laughs> no, see, i'm laughing now as well <laughs> sorry, um, is exactly, and everything.
3: exactly That's what but, yeah. we're talking about i think there's six seven <laughs> episodes altogether. together
0: okay yeah okay that's that's a good recommendation because yeah. it's not like you're recommending something that's got 300 episodes and still going every week no so, i mean um, there is one nice. that
3: i do love that goes every week which is modern love which i will just in there because that's a brilliant podcast as well yes
0: okay Absolutely. yeah i think we've had that discussed before yeah that, that's a good one as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Milena, Audrey, are you are you going to go and check this out? Have you have you heard about this? Trying
3: trying yeah, <laughs> yeah, Tolly's definitely told us about it. She's definitely made a point to let us know. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm I'm going to listen to it. I'm quite. I mean, I love podcasts as well, but I'm. I never listen to, like, stories. So maybe this, yeah. is a, this is a good one to start to introduce myself to, so, like, story type. Yeah, ever. so Sounds. I'm quite a visual person as well. But do you know what? You have recommended some amazing things in the past, Tolly. So maybe I will. Everything I've ever watched on, like, TV, basically. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're in the group chat, like, Tolly, what should we watch now? No, what should I, we listen yeah, to now? Things, <laughs> things that I would never, co- what, like, choose. And I'm like, oh, and Tolly said it's good to let me check it out. And she's uh, yeah. fall in love with it.
0: Okay. So it sounds like this is a recommendation that uh, our listeners <laughs> should take seriously. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Knows her stuff. Brilliant. Okay. Well, thank you very much for that.
3: Thank <laughs>
0: you. There we go. Thank you very much to Tolly for that. Dying for sex. Another great podcast from Wondery who just, they just produce a lot of great shows. Um, we've had a fair few of them recommended here. Next up is the final recommendation of the week and we are going back to Matt Ewins who has been on the show uh, previously to talk about Microscope, his show that he presents with John Kearns Um, and he is now here to talk about one of his favourite shows. Right I'm here with Matt Ewins from Microscope. Hello Matt. Hello. I would like you to recommend me a podcast, please. And now we were talking just before and I'm aware you don't listen to a huge amount. So I'm guessing the ones you listen to must be pretty damn good.
4: They're exceptional, in my opinion. Um, well, basically, ever since lockdown, my girlfriend has moved in, which has been a delight, but she can't sleep unless she listens to a podcast. So I've been, uh, I've been uh, brought into the world of podcasting. What a treat it is. And I've got some recommendations of the many that she listens to. Uh, number one would be uh, Gittins and Friends. Brian Gittins and Friends, David Earl and David Edwards, it's fantastic. Right, okay. Uh, I have listened to that. And, I mean, when you first, I don't know, got it to bed and
0: you heard that your girlfriend was listening to that, it's a bit of a weird one. You must have wondered what on earth
4: she was doing. Well, exactly. And also, it's so funny, it's quite hard to get to sleep listening to it. <laughs> so it's about 40 minutes long. We'll put it on about 11, and then I've not got to sleep until <laughs> gone midnight because I'm still thinking about bits of it. It's 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 exceptional. Yes. And I bet if people aren't aware okay. of it, it's basically Brian Gittins and uh, this guy called David Earl, who I've met, who I don't know if it's a character, but he, he is he is odd, but he is one of the funniest people I think <laughs> I've ever met. Basically, and they just interview, They uh, have a different guest each week. They ask David a series of questions and he just goes on these in- incredible tangents.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's quite a surreal uh, podcast, isn't it? They've got a, a couple of different characters on there. Well, I say characters, as you say, it's hard to tell how much of it is uh, character and how much of it is actually the personalities on there. They've got, is it Charles the Robot? That's it. Charles, Charles Petrescu. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Charles Petrescu. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's a it's quite a bizarre one, but we've had David Earl on in the past talking about gossip mongers. Uh, that, that, that is David Earl being himself, I believe. Uh, whereas this is v- very much a character, but with a lot of him mixed in, I would imagine. Yes. Um, so you say they have different guests on every episode. Can you think of any particular episodes that, that, that stand out that, that have been memorable for you?
4: I can't remember oh, who, who's who been really good. Lolly Adafope was great. Adam Hess was very good. Yeah. Uh, John Kearns, of course um but they are although they you know th- those three people are very talented comedians in their own right they're basically just a foil for david edwards to to launch off into whatever nonsense he's got on his brain yeah yeah, that's so true, isn't it?
0: It's funny that you get a podcast where uh, you know the episode comes out and the guest's name is there, and you would expect the guest to feature quite heavily. But I have found out quite a few of these that uh, sometimes the guest barely barely speaks because those two are just going off on one. But uh, I'm pretty yeah, certain a fan...
4: uh, Luke McQueen walked out. <laughs> I think he was. I think he was so annoyed by the premise.
0: Right. Okay. I have not listened to that one, but I think I will do after this. Great. Okay. Well, thank you very much for that recommendation. thank you so much matt for that recommendation brian gittins and friends is very different very interesting if you've never heard of it before and you've never heard of brian gittins or david earl then uh, i think you could be in for something quite special there um but if you're a fan of those people then by all means yeah i mean you probably all know or already know about it but worth a listen okay that is it for the guests for this week's podcast Uh, occasionally we like to do a little reminder of a previous episode like a little rewind type thing so you can go and check episodes out that you may have missed episode 29 i wanted to recommend today because we had the winner of the recent british podcast awards best daily podcast rob orton His work on the Rob Orton Daily podcast won him that award and he was our main guest in episode 29 alongside Jenny from Fingers on Buzzers and uh, Russell and Robert from Talk Art. So that's episode 29 if you want to check that out. Um, If you want to keep in touch with us, we're on social media at Pod Bible. We have email address info at podbiblemag.com if you want to talk about podcasts or ask about advertising or anything like that. Um, and of course podbiblemag.com is where you can read that brand new magazine with the receipts as our main interview Jamie Lang Charlie Brooker uh, the Smart 7 Focus I think there's a whole section by Acast on on great uh, Irish podcasts or or podcasts made over in Ireland Uh, what else Spotify talk about the return of Who We Be talks Um, Audible pick out a load of wonderful uh, Audible original shows and it's just jam-packed so, please go and have a read um, and sign up for the newsletter, please. I will now shut up and give you the time required to check out these pods and read the magazine. We will be back next week for episode 52, which will mark a year of the Pod Bible podcast. Uh, but until then, all that I need to do is let you know that this podcast was produced by the phenomenal Buddy Peace. We'll see you next week.